0: Hi. Hey, everyone. This is Holly.
1: And Daniel. Okay. What? What? What no. did I do wrong? <laughs> Nothing. I wanted to let people know that the reason sometimes I don't say hello right away is because I'm putting the microphone, or the, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting the mouse on the ground off the desk so you don't hear me clicking it.
0: hmm Talking I just, people, about, talking people about it sure clicking. I'm sure someone
1: there's like, where's Daniel? And they get worried that it's just going to be you.
0: Well, for a second, I was going to say hi. This is Holly.
1: You should. But you I, should. I should, you should th- give me to give time, you time to put the, the mouse down. I know. I
0: know. I just haven't. I haven't done it yet. I'm she, sorry.
1: You undermine me in little ways. Oh, and, stop it! Anyway. Anyway. I'm Daniel.
0: And I'm Holly.
1: And this is Halfway Saints.
0: Thanks for listening in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listening in.
0: Yeah, tuning in. You
1: no, know, tune to it.
0: Oh my gosh, we have talked about this. Have we? <laughs> yes <laughs> we've made this joke before
1: i always tell holly i only have like three years of good stories so like after three years of knowing each other she started getting the same stories again
0: but luckily my memory runs <laughs> out <down laughs> after three years so she just restarts yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so welcome everyone mm-hmm. um it's a nice It's actually a chilly sunday night
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm good for ghost stories Uh, that's the beginning of a ghost story
1: um no it doesn't feel like a sunday because we no i worked all day yes Yes. i was i was gonna say because we went to mass we went to the vigil mass last night (laughs) because holly had a craft show today do you call it that what would you call it
0: um i would say craft show
1: it's it the easiest way. It's
0: not all crafts. There's like vintage vendors and food trucks. It was trucks. At
1: an outdoor market.
0: Market is a, hand
1: handmade market.
0: No, that's not that's not okay. different. <laughs>
1: different?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but a market is accurate. Okay. Cuz there are um like furniture dealers. Oh shoot. What? I just forgot. I was going to try to talk to the the this furniture okay. guy. Today. Okay. Not important. <laughs> but no. <important. laughs> um but also handmade pieces, which mm-hmm. was where I sold three pieces. Wow,
1: we tripled our record of mm-hmm. things sold at a craft show.
0: Last time I only sold one piece. So this was a major, major increase. Yeah. It felt great. Um, but I got to make a lot of new friends, which mm-hmm. was really fun. That's
1: And what's more valuable than I that? I
0: know. No, I, I almost broke even. Yeah. Almost.
1: Yeah. But it was fun. I mean, it was worth it. And... It was a great day. I was thinking, today I was thinking it was cool that someone who you don't know thought your pieces were good enough to spend, like, um, an hour's worth of their time on. Like, what they make in an hour or two.
0: Yeah. It's true.
1: hmm Yeah. It's worth it.
0: It's really nice. Yeah. I know. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> I, it, it is like, I was telling my mom this earlier when I was talking about it, I'm like, I when I do these things, I never expect to sell anything. So when I sell one thing, it's like a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And so I selling three things.
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: That was humongous.
1: Under promise and over deliver.
0: Exactly. That's what, well, doing.
1: That's what you do in marketing. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a great day, but I am um, very tired.
1: Yeah, it was a long day. Holly, you pretty much stood for most of the day. Yeah. Holly was at the booth all day. I was with Jack most of the day and running back and forth. Because the market was it was like two miles from our house, so
0: mm-hmm.
1: we were able to Jack and I were able to go back and forth.
0: Yep. I took one bathroom break and I a I lunch I was break. Say
1: I took one bath this week. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I even I don't know, that? sometimes I just have to stop you before you get going.
0: <laughs> no, I took one bathroom break and one
1: lunch break. But At the that, same time? No. Oh.
0: Um but that was all that
1: I was away from the booth. Yeah. So it was a long day, and Mm -hmm. I chased Jack around
0: Mm -hmm. all day,
1: which I know Holly does every day, so it's not that
0: (laughs) No, I was very thankful for you.
1: It was fun for me and him to have a day together.
0: I know. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. You and I haven't really even talked about how he was during today, but...
1: He was good. He was cute. Of course. Normal.
0: Daniel sent me a picture of him, that was so cute, Mm -hmm. with his little uh, bear hat.
1: He likes to put on hats, and then he just wears them. He doesn't... He just walks around. In he them. just thinks they're really <laughs>
0: cool, but he can like. I think he just get, he understands how to put a hat on,
1: mm-hmm.
0: where he's not quite there with socks and shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: okay. He puts them on backwards, but he can put he can, put balance the, uh, the shoe on his toes. Yeah, And, like just stick his foot up with his toes on. With he the shoe just on.
0: feels so accomplished with mm-hmm. it, and
1: he can help me do it too. Mm-hmm. But again, he does it. He puts them on backwards and just balances them on my right. toes.
0: But the desire is there.
1: It is. And it's it strong. Is. And he loves putting socks on his hands.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: Last night at Mass, he was being... He actually was well-behaved for most of it. But towards the end, he was getting fussy. So we had a pair of socks. So we put them on his hands. <laughs> and, he was, and once he has socks on his hands, he likes to touch things and see how, how they different feel. Yeah, it with is. Socks.
0: Can I flip through a book with <laughs> socks it? on my hands? No. The answer is no.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. I was laughing because I looked down and our crazy son with his... Hair a mess, his black eye, his stitches, his socks on his hands, trying to open up a book. <laughs> yep. Wait. He's they ours. They don't Can't know why it. he
0: has a black eye.
1: Oh, why don't you tell him why he has? Hey. I'm just <laughs> kidding.
0: He has a black eye because I let him fall off of the chair. He, you okay. didn't. No, I wasn't fast enough. Which <laughs> I don't know if that would, if I could ever be fast enough. He
1: is quite quick. So.
0: Yeah. He's. He's big enough now that he's learned how to, like, climb up onto the furniture. And he can get down on his own if he's, like, if the intention is there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But he still doesn't really understand his, like, spatial. He doesn't have spatial awareness yet. So he was um, sitting on the chair. So I was sitting right in front of him to, like, make sure that he was going to be fine. And then we were throwing the ball back and forth because that's, like, his favorite game. And uh, he threw it to the side. And so, like... As I was reaching for it, he was reaching for it too. And he reached over the side and just fell over. (laughs) Just like when he was just a little too hot, top heavy. So, um, he fell face first into our bottom step of our stairs Mm. and got just a little scratch on his eye, but it was really swollen and bruised. And now he's, that was on Tuesday, Tuesday morning. And here we are Sunday evening and he still had the black eye.
1: Here's the thing. Monday, I actually taught him a count to 10. And then Tuesday, he didn't. He Stop forgot it. at all.
0: Oh, no, he didn't. Because he fell on his head. He's fine, everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, he has
1: been uh, sidewalking, like, oh, <laughs> sidestepping around everything a lot. He's like a crab. Like he'll yeah. just be walking, all of a sudden stop and just like shimmy sideways around, I like know. in the center of the room, not around. I anything. know.
0: All right, we've been talking for about Jack for way too long. I
1: know. I know. Well, <laughs> I we didn't get very to, boring. We didn't get to debrief all the cute things he did today. I know. I
0: know. Super I know. cute.
1: But yeah, so busy day, busy weekend, but mm-hmm. it was good.
0: It was. It was one of the best weekends we've had for a while. hmm Very successful.
1: And you got to meet our new neighbors.
0: I did. Yeah. Mm. This. So we've been trying to meet. Well, I've been trying to meet our new mm-hmm. neighbors for a little while. But we had hand, foot, and mouth disease in this house. Further. Jack, Jack,
1: added. No, Jack no. had it. Jack had it.
0: I could have been carrying right. it and didn't know. And they have a three-year-old, and so I was kind of keeping my distance. Um, But I, whenever we moved into our house, it was our first time buying a house. We were in this, like, very, like family neighborhood and so i was thinking that maybe someone would bake us a pie <laughs> because that's what they do in movies and maybe that happens in real life too and then no one ever did and mm-hmm. i was let's be real i was disappointed that we didn't get any pie and so these people moved in they don't seem like this is their first uh time buying a house but they do have a three-year-old and they are kind of younger um and so i decided to make them some cookies. Welcome to the neighborhood. Can I make really good cookies. Here's the thing.
1: Holly uh, likes to think she's being altruistic, but what, she, what we do is we make a batch of cookies, give away a third of them, and then the two of us eat the rest of the cookies. It's
0: not a third. That was a half of the batch.
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: You separated them. Don't you blame this on Because we
1: make a lot of cookies, and normal humans should not eat that many in a week.
0: Well, you can give away the rest of your cookies.
1: I'm not going to.
0: So this is a this is a Daniel the, and Holly.
1: I know. I'm saying we both tell ourselves we're being good neighbors and making cookies. But really, we just make a bunch of cookies and give some of them away.
0: Yeah. But we, we're giving some of them away. We are. It's a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Huge. Uh, but I make... They're really, really good cookies, guys. <laughs> I mean, they're, like, really good. But... um, So I walked over to give them to them and... Uh, he opens the door and his daughter, who's three years old, uh, is butt naked. Like, <laughs> no clothes on whatsoever. And he said, sorry, she's naked. <laughs> and I said, oh, is someone getting ready for a bath? And I don't think that she was. I think that she was just running around naked. But um, I just loved that. I thought that it was just, like, really real. And that he let her, like, show herself, mm-hmm. you know? She's just butt naked. Me and the new neighbor. Happened. Yeah. He also he kinda seemed like thrown off, like, Why are you giving me cookies? <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? But um that was not only funny, but also has made me even think made
1: It's made you been thinking about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's it's ex-
1: connected to something you've been thinking about recently. Thank you, because
0: all I wanted to say was made <laughs> made me been thinking about. <laughs> that all made no sense. Um, lately, Jack. Well, not lately. Always, Jack. I've been noticing how Jack, um, with us, has absolutely. Oh, I that?
1: wasn't looking at your notes. Oh my gosh! You don't have to turn him over. <laughs> Go don't ahead. trust. You. Go ahead.
0: Um. Jack, I've just noticed how he, like, he has absolutely no inhibition with, like, his body to ours. Mm-hmm. Like, he understands, like, okay, uh, it just sounds so awkward to say these words, but I'm just going to touch you where, <laughs> touch you wherever. <laughs> but Jack, like, if he wants to sit down, on like, sit on my lap, he'll, like, he'll just do it yeah he'll like even move my my legs to the position and then like back up into it and Mm -hmm. sit down um or he will you know he just whenever he walks up we're eating breakfast and at the table and he'll walk up to us and just put his hand on on our thighs and say i want like to tell us that he wants a a bite Mm -hmm. of cereal but he like that he has no inhibition
1: yeah he just comes up and And, touches you yeah he doesn't think it's weird his
0: hands Or he'll, like, he'll rest his elbow on your thigh. It's just, like, the sweetest thing. You know
1: what he does to me, though, and only to me? He'll step on my feet. Yeah. Like, both of his feet on top of my foot. And it hurts, because he's kind of heavy. And he, like, slides down, so it pulls the skin. I know,
0: and that's a really sensitive area. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I mean, it goes to your point that he just doesn't care. Like, he just...
0: He just... Yeah, he has no... He he doesn't have any inhibition. That's the only way that I could think to explain it. Um, and how beautiful that is that he like gets like, we are connected and I have no shame in this. Mm. And so, uh, that was reminding me of (laughs) what?
1: I was just thinking also sometimes when I take him out of the bath, he gives me a hug. (laughs) It's so sweet because he's all wet and naked, but he (laughs) just wants to give me a hug.
0: Uh, he's been giving so many hugs and kisses. Mm. Um, but that also touches to the point that i've been reading in the theology of the body for beginners from christopher west which we i think we've talked about that we were reading that um I mentioned it it is great i recommend it to everybody but in that um in the theology of the body pope john paul ii talks about how um, adam and eve before the fall were naked and that that is significant in that they were that's who they were. It was just that nobody thought twice about it. But then after the fall, uh, they realized that they were naked and that, um, that
1: that's when they make the fig leaves.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And the clothes. Mm -hmm. So it's like before the fall, their nakedness was equivalent to their, or it was just like part of their communion with God because before the fall they were completely one with the Lord Mm -hmm. and in, they were in the perfect state.
1: There was like literally and spiritually no boundary between them.
0: Exactly. And so their nakedness kind of represents that. Mm-hmm. And so the, once they do eat from the uh, tree of good and evil...
1: The fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Excuse me.
0: <laughs> I didn't say the full name. Uh, but they realize that they're naked and they clothed themselves. Like they noticed their vulnerability and they, um, they noticed that they no longer had this open, unob- unobstructive, unobstructed trust that they used to have with the Lord. They doubted the gift that they had before, which was commun- like unobstructed communion with the Lord. And it's when I've been reflecting on that, and it's like when we stop trusting the gift, that we start to build up guards upon ourselves, mm-hmm. that we start to become... Like, their truest self was their nakedness with God. And they were their truest self with God in communion before the fall. And after the God, they start covering themselves after up. After
1: the fall. You said after the God.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Slight difference.
0: That doesn't make any sense. No. After the fall, uh, they become less of themselves, and they keep putting, piling more things on them. Mm -hmm. like, putting more... Building,
1: building, yeah, distance between them and God.
0: Exactly. More and more barriers between Mm -hmm. each other, too, because it also is reflected in their relationship with each other. They felt shame when seeing the other.
1: Right, because their communion with God also flowed into their relationship with one another because their marriage is sort of... You know, if Adam's communion with God was sort of, like, the most pure, like, the fullest that humanity could experience, then his... Uh, marriage to Eve would likewise be like the fullest. Exactly. So kind of, for both, yeah. So yeah. between man and God and man and woman.
0: Right, and so there is just this vulnerability that used to be completely accepted and, be- like looked at as beautiful, and then all of a sudden it's bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, where and that's when sin came into the world.
1: Or because sin came into the world.
0: It became bad when sin came into the world. Yeah,
1: it wasn't like it was bad and then sin came in. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I am. Yeah, and so it kind of makes sense that little kids don't have this inhibition that we do.
0: Right. Like, there was a a verse within a a couple weeks of Sunday Mass readings that um, says, like, you should be like children of God and if you were in this state, you would have like full trust in the Lord. I'm butchering it. But, um, you had to like, that's another way that Jack is showing us how to better, to better be servants of God. Mm-hmm. Like Jack has no inhibitions between us because he trusts us mm-hmm. and he loves us fully. And so he just, he's like one with us in this physical way, um, which we need to open ourselves up to be with, with God.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I think for me what in thinking of vulnerability and nakedness there's kind of two ways that works and like the first is sort of like in an intimate way like showing someone your naked body you're obviously very vulnerable Mm -hmm. you're kind of giving physically everything to this person to this person who's viewing you but also in terms of um kind of like self-defense like if you're if you're naked, you have no way to defend yourself. You're mm-hmm. not, like... You're
0: opening, opening yourself up. Right.
1: You don't have protection from, like, the elements or, like, an animal attack or, you know, you're just your body, just mm-hmm. your skin. There's nothing to protect you. There's so also
0: kind of, the, like, self-confidence issue, too. Like, someone could critis- critique you for your physical form.
1: Mm-hmm. Not me, of course. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. You mean other people, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, this, there's this... Uh, kind of twofold fear of nakedness and ones that like someone's going to hurt me or right. that someone's going to reject me or not want me as. A-
0: yeah. So it's not only like a opening up of yourself, but it's also a laying down of your defenses mm-hmm. and opening or exposing yourself to the elements and to uh, any kind of attacks that could come.
1: Right. And that's all part of being vulnerable. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> nice.
0: Um, and it's hard. Like you sometimes do want to build up those walls to, to make defenses and to say like, this is. It's not worth the pain that could come to me. Yeah, you know this risk is not mm-hmm. the, is not worth the reward. Right.
1: The is, risk is not worth the reward. That, that makes right. sense? Okay. Now, let me <laughs> check. Hold on, let me check the math. Yeah, it all works out.
0: Ah, uh, but the risk is not worth the reward, and that, um, that's gonna make me put more and more, shall we say, fig leaves in the way. <laughs> oh. oh yes, um, but that's also closing yourself off to grace. hmm And that the more that you open yourself up, and more that you expose yourself to the Lord's will and to His goodness, the more graces He bestows, mm-hmm. because He has he has you to work with he has your true self to mold isn't the right term because it sounds people don't like to be molded but it's
1: i don't think i don't think anyone's like revolting cuz they're trying to be molded
0: i don't know i don't like that term
1: oh maybe it's just <laughs> you maybe you're projecting your just dis- your uh dislike on everyone else
0: mhm but then there's also just the um, the act two of overexposing yourself. Like, you don't want to.
1: In terms of human relationships. Human relationships, I don't think yeah. you can really overexpose yourself with God. You I, can never.
0: <laughs> you give everything to him. Right. And that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. But in in our sinful human world, sometimes our reaction to this, like, this innate need for vulnerability and for opening ourselves up. I think that has led us to have like a very serious problem with um, like making yourself vulnerable in like the nakedness sense and in this like sexual revolution to like not
1: see I think it would be I think it's the opposite. What do you mean? I don't think people want to be vulnerable. And I think, well, I
0: think that they like, they have that in them to want that, that vulnerability and that closeness, but they also want at the same time are building up the defenses, and so what that looks like is making your your vulnerability completely moot.
1: I, I think I would not use the term vulnerability. Nakedness. I think, <laughs> I think people are generally afraid to be vulnerable, and that's where they get into problems. Well, here's, they want they don't they want to kind of make things on their own terms. So they want to keep those defenses yes. like we are talking about. And I think you're, you're kind of dancing around it, but you're talking about nakedness, sort of physical nakedness and being, Oh, go, go ahead. <laughs> Holly raised her hand. So I had to call on her.
0: Well, what we really need to establish is that nakedness and vulnerability in Adam and Eve and in uh, the perfect communion in the beginning before the fall is represented, and is intended to be represented through the marital act, mm-hmm. sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry.
1: No, I think you're right, and yeah, I, I think,
0: and that's where I'm, I right. was headed. Is you're that right. like you were
1: just being polite and not saying? I it. was trying to, yeah, but it <laughs> but gets a little confusing. I think yeah, sometimes I think a lot of uh, Christian. Christians.
0: Christians.
1: Christians can try to be vague about things, Mm -hmm. and I I don't think it's very effective and helpful. And there actually are some people, what?
0: We just lived that out. Yeah, we did.
1: (laughs) If you're wondering why you didn't understand the past 10 minutes, that's why. Yeah. Um, But no, there are some people, especially, I don't want to say older, but less young Catholics, (laughs) (laughs) who um, kind of have, who take issue with um, the. Uh, the fact that young people are kind of taking up um, St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body and saying, like, our sexuality is part of us. We're going to, like, um, view it through the lens of Christ. Right. Um, They view it as, like,
0: crass or... Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And actually, I found a blog post one time of some guy who was um, talking about, like, Christopher West and actually mentioned, like, the Culture Project and a lot of groups that kind of um, embrace and promote this the the ideas of um saint john paul ii and was kind of poo-pooing them
0: poo-pooing yeah oh for, no
1: um
0: but the point that i was trying to make was that like so there is the t- yeah can I you can one, finish, okay,
1: I finish one point. <laughs> like, no 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 <laughs> thank you thank you holly um no but i think it's something we don't consider or we don't really spend any time thinking about is And this is, okay, this is going to be a little PG-13. So if you're... What?
0: What are you going to say?
1: Is that we, when you have sex, you're naked. What? (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, that's, it doesn't, you could do it. Okay, we don't. (laughs) No, I'm saying is, like, it's just sort of, like, no, duh, why wouldn't you get completely naked? Because that act is an opening you know of yourself totally to your spouse yes so why wouldn't you you know physically have nothing between you exactly and it's just so natural we think we kind of like gloss over it in whatever way but i think it's really important and to keep in mind like we know and you know maybe in the back of our minds maybe it's not always conscious but like this act is intended to um, require the total vulnerability of you know, both of people. the other mm-hmm. and
0: total trust and of total the other trust, too. Yeah. Yeah. To, to say like, this is all of me and I'm giving it to you.
1: And I think going back to what you're saying about, um, people keeping defenses, I think society has tried to make sex, not a big deal and mm-hmm. something casual and that to can be not done. not open themselves yeah, up to Yeah. And something that can be done without vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And so it's really weird that we've kind of made ourselves over sexualized, so that we can downplay what sex is. Yeah. Because when sex is commonplace and kind of um, all over the place, it's not unique. It's not individual. You can enter into it without fully entering into it yourself.
0: Right. And it's because you can, there are all of these ways that you can protect yourself from it. hmm Like protected sex. That sounds terrible. That sounds so sad. Protected from what? Like, I mean, I know, I know what it turns out. <laughs> But let's be real, like, protected from hurt, like from, you know, like. I I don't know. It just. I, I'm sorry. Sad.
1: I'm kind of confused. You mean like protected sex? When people like, people like s- speak of safe sex. Is that what you're speaking yeah. of? Yeah. Is assuming you would use contraception in some way.
0: Yeah, or condoms. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but protecting themselves from disease or most of the time, pregnancy, uh, pregnancy, Mm -hmm.
1: seeking to, like, make sex some kind of everyday, normal, like safe experience.
0: Right. Like, but to protect yourself Mm -hmm. from the other person, from the from the effects of the other person, which is like the complete opposite end of what um, sex is supposed to be not in the terms of disease that's like the hard part i know
1: well that's why i stopped you because but but, uh, yeah well ideally you should only be having sex with your spouse so if everyone only did that then there'd probably be less disease (laughs) they're
0: much much yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) sorry
1: i'm sorry i cut you off what were you gonna say before
0: I went off onto that thing about projections. <laughs> okay, I don't okay. remember.
1: Uh, but um, I think that... Oh, no? I remember. Do you have a spark? Go ahead.
0: <laughs> that it was all about, like, we not only, like, want to clothe ourselves during sex or, like, uh, place the barriers between us physically. We also are doing it mentally by... Um, making it a completely casual mm-hmm. encounter and just making it like shaking hands. Mm-hmm. Which is not nope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is just not nope. It's not. Mhm. Um and I think it's the the way that society treats sex is symptomatic of how we treat vulnerability as a whole. Like we don't like right. to open ourselves up. Even like oversharing kind of like on social media. Yeah. I feel like that's a lack of, um, I don't know, we want validation without real interaction.
0: Validation. That is something I've been thinking a lot about.
1: Yeah.
0: Our whole culture is kind of like geared around affirmation Mm -hmm. and just like affirming others. Like, yeah, what you're doing, I like that. Like, uh, that is good. You're doing great.
1: Yeah, like a hundred days of happy.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah. talked about
1: the authenticity. Right, and I was
0: thinking about it the other day, like, uh, when we were contracepting at the beginning of our marriage, before we entered into natural family planning and realized the real beauty that was there, I relied a lot on that, like, affirmation from other people, like, okay, you're married, you're, like, really Christian, so, like, you must you must like agree that this is okay too right so like if you think that that it is then i'm gonna do it too and i think that we're just doing that with a lot of things and that people are thinking less and less about things for themselves and looking for affirmation for from others instead of assessing it Mm -hmm. in reality and um that's where we just have like an exponential problem
1: and I think a lot when someone posts something on Facebook or Twitter, they don't want anyone to disagree with them. Yeah. Because they don't they don't want to enter into a, to a conversation and say, I might be wrong. Let's explore this topic. It's mm-hmm. just saying, here's this thing I want to – I want affirmation that this is right or this is great. Mm-hmm. Or I want people to, to love me and care about me. You know, like yeah. I'm going to post about how horrible my day is so that someone will say, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Without – and I think this is kind of, and again, maybe I'm not, I don't want to make a blanket statement. Blanket statement. Maybe someone doesn't have anyone to speak to and mm-hmm. they feel like this is their only outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think sort of fishing for compliments or like just wanting to get likes or um, want to get attention um, is sort of like living like a sterile friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want you to tell me everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. and and of course there's a time in place in relationships for someone to just say, I love you and you're going to be okay. But like, if it's just one sided, you just want affection. That's not opening yourself up. Right. Cause you can't really experience love without vulnerability. <coughs> and that always means there's a chance that you could be hurt. And that's kind of like, there's no, there's no love without sacrifice. There's no love with sort of that risk of vulnerability. Exactly.
0: Cause true love is like, all giving love. Mm-hmm. If you have reservations, then you're not putting your full trust in your spouse or your friend or your neighbor or whoever.
1: Or if you don't want, if you avoid difficult conversations. Right. That's not, that's not true. Love. I mean, that's, that's kind of what, um, uh, isn't it? What well, after they, um, Adam and Eve put on the fig leaves, um, they're hiding. And he's like, "Where, like, where to go?" And he's like, "And they're like, we're hiding, and like, 'cause we're naked." And he's like, "Who told you you were naked?" And like, they just don't really want to hear that. That's a bad example of it. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was getting confused with Sarah when Sarah laughs at God when she when he tells her that she's gonna have a child. I I oh. I mixed those two up. Oh no! I know. Oh no! No, but there's. Um, we don't want to be we don't we avoid difficult conversations yeah, there that you was go. the point I started <laughs> with I, mean, I should have just ended with that
0: <laughs> I think we can all agree that uh, everyone yeah. avoids difficult conversations because you
1: have to trust the other person that they you have to trust that you might be wrong, which is really really tough
0: you also have speaking to speaking trust- as
1: someone who is right most of the time oh my gosh it's really tough
0: rolls eyes um. But you also have to to care enough about the person to have the difficult conversation and risk the loss of that person because you care too much about them for them to no longer continue in that direction or no longer have your support in something. I'm just thinking like intervention style stuff, like oh. like big time <laughs> hard conversations. Just cause, I mean, those are real. Yeah. And that's... That's just where my mind goes immediately whenever you're talking about... Is interventions.
1: Diff- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, big, difficult conversation. Or just,
1: like, between, you know, like, a dating couple, like, where is this going? Like, people yeah. might avoid that because they don't... They're, you know, either afraid of the answer. It's like... I mean, that's kind of exactly what we are talking about. They don't bring it up because they don't want to be rejected. Right. So they're avoiding that, um opening of themselves Mm -hmm. they're just keeping themselves closed off because Mm -hmm. they're afraid they might be rejected
0: and that that relationship might end yeah you know the person might say like well I've I've been thinking about that too and I don't want to marry you yeah
1: (laughs) sorry (laughs) sometimes that happens Um, something when you um, when you came to me and told me you want to talk about nakedness I was a little confused (laughs) at first no Um, when you first told me you want to do this for a podcast I, I'm not sure why, but I thought of, um, we may have mentioned it, the Rodin sculpture, the yeah. cathedral with the two hands and just the, the fingertips are touching. That, like, oh, you know, Holly's making <laughs> <laughs> Holly's modeling it with their hands. It looks exactly like it. It's un- uncanny. <laughs> um, but that came to my mind immediately when I thought of nakedness. I think it's because... For for me, that sculpture, and it's like I said, two hands with just the fingertips touching.
0: It's called the the sanctuary. The, the
1: sanctuary? I thought it was the cathedral.
0: Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the cathedral. Okay,
1: we'll we'll figure it out later. Um, because when I first saw that, it was actually at the World Meeting of Families. There was a video, mm-hmm. and they talked they talked about that sculpture, and just something I hadn't thought about before, but like a soft like delicate touch is so much more intimate than like a firm grasping touch Mm -hmm. like you when you meet someone like a business associate it's a firm handshake Mm -hmm. and that's sort of like the most like non-personal personal personal embrace you can get yeah even with like a hug like I've noticed guys too when you hug you gotta make sure you give them like a good pat on the back (laughs) because like this isn't intimate this isn't intimate (laughs) (laughs) but just like a soft touch like like, try it. If you go up to a stranger and just lightly put your no. hand <laughs> on their elbow, it's so weird. But it seems like it would be the opposite. Like, someone, like, giving you a bear hug is so much you less intimate than be. just, like, barely touching their shoulder. You know, mm-hmm. just, like, a finger on their shoulder tips. Isn't that weird? <laughs> what?
0: Fingertips on your shoulder. What? Use a finger up on your shoulder tip.
1: <laughs> no, the tip of your shoulders right here. <laughs> Those are called shoulder is. tips. They're called shoulder tips. Stop. <laughs> um and I think it's like intimacy and vulnerability is sort of like it's a soft, comfortable um, I don't know soft is a bad word, but it's it's a delicate thing. Delicate. And when we're like afraid to be delicate with other people and to allow someone to be delicate with us you know it's just sort of all supposed to be like grasping and grabbing but it's sort of like just a light touch does mm-hmm. that make sense like a true embrace is not holding on to someone so they can't get go or so, so that they can't get away or that <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> can, can. Yeah. I know. I said, can't get go. It's so funny. <laughs> no, so they can't get away. Like, you're mine. I'm keeping you here. Like, just, I don't know. Is that making sense? It I'm does. just going to keep saying Here's it until you nod. No,
0: I. it definitely makes sense that the, the soft stroke of a, like.
1: On someone's shoulder tips. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: From someone who loves you. Like, just those, like, little things that I can do with you that I would never. Like, I like to stroke the back of your neck in the morning. Which right no, now you I cringe, but, but you <laughs> like it in the morning.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I totally do. <laughs> oh, God. oh, But those
0: little things, I would never do that to someone else. And it's like, I would never touch someone in that way because it, it would just be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But I also, sometimes it is nice to get like a bear hug from you. You know, but I guess...
1: Well, I'm saying like with Jack, like sometimes I just like stroking his cheeks or like Mm -hmm. playing with his hair and that's not, it's intimate, but it's not, um, like I think we think of intimacy in a possessive way. Like I Mm -hmm. want to possess that person, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas it's kind of like a mutual light touch.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How does that relate to nakedness? Where was I going with that, Holly? (laughs) Hard question for you.
0: (laughs) I don't really know, Daniel.
1: But it's like, oh, I had a thought.
0: It started with the cathedral.
1: I think it's more of not being afraid that person's going to sort of go away or run away. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And being okay with um, just being a light touch. Like it's not like definite. It's almost ephemeral, like, like barely there. Mm-hmm. And we like to know it's exactly there, and kind of like if you think about it in a spiritual way, like we love, you know, like blinding light, God telling you something. If it's yeah. just an ephemeral, like a thought, mm-hmm. or just maybe like a short feeling or a brief exchange with another person, I think that's how God works a lot of times. You know, He's that he's still quiet voice. He's the he's, wind. He's yeah, not the he's storm. Not in the the... storm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's real intimacy and just like yeah so i think that's maybe why i connect those two things in my brain <laughs>
0: it's okay. no, that works. No. <laughs> don't worry i just i just yeah that intimacy and vulnerability and nakedness it's a gentle it's a gentle kind of love
1: right because you have to know that that person's opening themselves up to you and that they're vulnerable so you need to be to
0: gentle. be gentle with them. Right. Yeah, so I,
1: if you're just you know getting serious with your go- girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> with your boyfriend <laughs> with your girlfriend or boyfriend, and they um, tell you like some secret like you know I've always had this terrible relationship with my mother, and you're all of a sudden like oh well here's how here's what you need to do. Why mm-hmm. don't you fix this? And you're not gentle with that, and kind of valuing them opening themselves up to you that. It's not going to be good for your relationship.
0: Yeah, because love needs to be gentle. It needs to be kind.
1: Love is patient. Yeah. Love is kind. <laughs>
0: it's merciful. It's not self-seeking. That's all I remember.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but and vulnerability is the same. And uh, I just, the, the whole time we've been talking, I keep like gently <laughs> brushing my own fingers with my other fingers. <laughs> um, and it's just really nice. I'm it just, is this is really pleasant, and i just I think that um, we're afraid of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: because it is it is gentle and it might be something that we don't know and it's not something that we're like familiar with, but mm-hmm. that it it is something beautiful that we need to to seek and to search for and to open ourselves up to, especially when it comes to the Lord
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and to let those like just relish those small like those small the small <laughs> it's small moments
0: swall <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> i love
1: it when you messes up i know and it's happened so much <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> much to the detriment of this I'm podcast i'm sorry i'm not being gentle no but you're not <laughs> i love you <laughs> thank you um but it also to remember that it can, it's the same with God. Like just those small moments where I think the most powerful power, Oh my gosh. Power, <laughs> powerful prayers can be just those small, like, thank you. Or mm-hmm. I need your help or Lord be with me. You know, mm-hmm. those like small, we you don't need to have those super forceful, overbearing, possessive prayers. Like, you know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah. You don't have to have really wordy, beautiful ones What? Like, even just saying Jesus, like the Jesus prayer, like mm-hmm. just Jesus,
1: Jesus. <laughs> you know there's more words to it than that.
0: Well, is that the, there's also, I don't know if there's it's the, the... Jesus
1: prayer is, um don't, Lord yeah. Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner.
0: Okay, so I was going to say that in a, a second ago, and I was like, no, there's an even shorter one. Just <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just, it's just called Jesus. <laughs> but there is, like, something to just praying the name Jesus mm-hmm. and just doing that. Like, if your brain... There are some days when my brain, like, literally can't do very much. <laughs> Such this as is one today. of those days. Um, and if I just repeat his name over and over and over again, it it brings me closer to him. It re, it re restarts my my day. I need to do it right now. Um, and just gets me back into uh, life with him mm-hmm. and not life for me. That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So get out there and get naked.
0: No, well, Daniel said we we're going to do the podcast naked. No, I didn't. No.
1: <laughs> I know I didn't say it.
0: No, you joked about it.
1: No. Um, it's wow. too cold. <laughs> I, was saying, I promise we're fully. It's like yeah, I'm gonna be below freezing tonight. <laughs> I'm actually in a sweatshirt. Hey, oh, was wondering. I'm wearing a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> What? nobody cares. <laughs> oh, someone cares.
0: <laughs> okay, guys, uh, it's been a long day for us. Mm-hmm. I hope that we made any some sort of sense. Um, we just what we're trying to get at is just that being vulnerable with each other is a and with God is a beautiful, and wonderful thing that we need to look into what true vulnerability is and into the creation story to see what that looks like and we can see a lot from that
1: mm-hmm. and as kind of with everything um in opening yourself up to god that's sort of your primary relationship in life is with god and when that is successful you're able to have other relationships exactly. with, with other people everything that else falls that. into place mm-hmm. because
0: it's it's all based around that mm-hmm. one thing and just get right with god
1: that's yes, right yeah. easy as that
0: get right with them
1: all right yep so we're so we're sorry everyone <laughs> no. Uh, no but thank you everyone for listening um, sorry if that one was a little choppy yeah that's all right.
0: yeah um but send us an email if you do have any questions or further insight we would mm-hmm. love to hear um and oh our email yeah, we got just <laughs> is halfway saints podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm our Twitter is at halfway underscore saints, and find us on Facebook. If you go, if you search halfway saints, it's <laughs> <laughs> really
1: easy. It is. Uh, yeah.
0: All
1: right. Well, thank you, everyone. Please uh, pray for us. We know that um, all of our listeners are in our prayers. So we're praying for you.
0: We know that, and we want you to know that as well.
1: I said, I hope that you know.
0: No, you didn't. <laughs> I
1: don't know. <laughs>
0: Have a great week, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.